Sporting Goss on this Thursday. Of course, the St Kilda Football Club have been here for several days. They are hubbing up there in a bubble in Joondalup at the Joondalup Resort. David Ruth is from the St Kilda Football Club and he joins us from the footy department. How are you enjoying our lovely West Coast, David? Very much different circumstances, I know. Yeah, Tim, um, you know, good to be here. We, as I've, I think, you know, reflected, we don't get here very often, but um, obviously Perth's a beautiful spot. And I think it's probably more gratitude rather than anything to the government at the moment to be able to get footy still happening in, in this environment. It's so bloody complex. And um, full credit to the WA government and the AFL for allowing this to to keep going in the, in the sense that it has. A lot of uh, clubs that have come here said, yep, it's the resort does its trick for us. You know, where you are, there are some restrictions, but it's a, a quality place to be. Just tell us about the, the, the club's reaction to being there and uh, you're happy with the facilities you're provided and, and whatever freedom you've been given? Yeah, look, it's Joondalup Resort. It's a, it's a beautiful spot. And I think that clubs have had a pretty good record here. We hope mm. we can, can continue that from the clubs that have been travelling. Um, look, we haven't got a lot of freedom in terms of getting out and about. There's a you know a pretty hard sort of quarantine zone with some, some fences and stuff, as you'd expect. Um, we can get out to train, so we get down to West Perth. We trained on the outside oval at Optus um, day before yesterday. Um, and, yeah, we're sort of making do with that. We can, you know, we can get out and about within the internal sort of um, part of the resort that we're allowed to move in. So there's a bit of flexibility with getting in and out of the pool for recovery for our boys. And there's a, you know, nice restaurant there that, um, you know, we use for our meals and so on. We had a, we had a trivia night last night in the, in the room there. So we're finding ways to keep ourselves entertained. And, um, I think that's what we did last year too. We were lucky in that we, we were in Noosa last year um, and, the, and the hub life was good to us as a footy club in terms of a reasonably you know, new program trying to get together and connect. And we sort of tried to keep picking that up um, while we've been over here as well. David Rathy is from the St Kilda Football Club, head of football. Dave, uh, just in regards to the trivia night, uh, off the top of your head, um, the teams were broken up into what and who was successful and who were the smart ones and who were the ones who were the dunces of the class? <laughs> I don't want to drop too many in, in it too hard. It was a bit of a random random selection of teams. Uh, Simon Lethlane and Brendan Lake sort of organised the whole thing and they, they divvied the teams up. I think um, they were trying to separate some of the brainiacs from the nerds a little bit. Um, one of our guys who heads up our analytics program here, Darren O'Shaughnessy, he's a pretty cluey guy. He wanted to argue argue the toss on a few of the answers. Oh, I think he wanted to, um, wanted to get a bit... Bit fussy there, but um, no, it was good fun. And Maxi King's Maxi King's team ended up taking it out in extra time, I think. Nice, um, but no, it was good fun. Nice. Um, what are you expecting? I, I, I want to take you back. You mentioned you trained, and I saw some pictures of you training outside the ground here at Optus Stadium. Can you tell me what pur- what that purpose was? Yeah, look, we you know we've made a decision to you know train either at. Optus or at West Perth, um, you know the the surface outside there is a little bit harder than we'd like for our main session, so that's why we're at West Perth today. We felt that was a you know that was a lighter session and um, just getting us moving. Uh, the session um, we did earlier in the week, so um, it wasn't as much of a concern for the you know the total load. It is a reasonably firm deck. They've, they've obviously had a fair bit of rain over the past mm. week or so. It's been pretty consistent, so it's softened it up a little bit. But you know, in terms of guys with you know tendon injuries and stuff like that, which every club carries a few, the surface, the change in surface can be a big um, big risk for injury, especially if you do you know, a fair bit of load on it. So we're just managing 
use that exposure to that sort of thing is really the mm-hmm. decision making in terms of the types of grounds we use. And coming over here, it's a bit different, obviously. So yeah, so but you trained on the outside ground, not the inside at Optus. Were you expecting to get inside the ground? I just was trying to work out what was the purpose of playing. No, no, no. We no? Had, no, we had full clarity early in the week that we wouldn't be able to get on okay. um, the decking side. I think probably with the, the use it's had and, and the weather as well. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the stadiums, are, you know, it's not unusual not to get access, um, you know, with those sorts of those sorts of constraints. So, no, we, we were fully fully aware that we weren't going to get the inside um, access this trip. Did the players mention that it was pretty firm, that outside one? Uh, that's sort of a, that's That was the car park for the best part. Um, we used to park on that Northern Oval uh, last year, and we've all been a bit shifted off there, and it, um, I don't, I'm not too sure where the cars are parked on it before. So did the players mention that it was too firm to probably go back there and have another run? No, no, we scoped it out the day before our high-performance guys went and had a look at it and just checked it out because um, we, you know, was very wary of, of surfaces and changing surfaces. So we, we sort of get ahead of those discussions and that was not a, a player-led decision. It was more, you know, us being aware of, of what, we're, what we've got um, mm-hmm. and making a decision as to what we think is the best training environment. So it's a balance and, you know, yeah, we, we figured it must have been a car park. It sort of had that feel to it in the past, <laughs> but at the time, the surface... The surface was the, the surface was fine. We're saying it's reasonably common for um, grass areas in WA to be used as, as car parks around footy. And I think Suda used to have that big area as well. Yeah, Kitchener Park but, next um, door, yeah. No, yeah, no, the surface was fine. It's just it was just firm underfoot. The grass yeah. coverage was perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's really just a load load management piece for us. How's the how's the crew going, mate? It's been one of those seasons, hasn't it? You've you've got a bit of mojo back in the last three weeks. Didn't quite get the job done against Port, but there were still some signs there before that. Everyone started thinking, oh, all of a sudden the St Kilda is sort of back in the game. All of a sudden, what's the vibe inside the camp? What you're expecting on Saturday afternoon here against West Coast? Yeah, I think you're spot on. You know, with that reflection, we've we've certainly built over the last month or so. Disappointing to to drop that one because we we have had some momentum. We've improved parts of our game. Um, there's still some longer term improvements we need to make. But defensively, we've shored things up. We're conceding a lot less inside fifties. Our pressure's been a lot better um, over the past you know five or six weeks of footy. I think we've been you know number one in the AFL for some of those stats, um, which is which is a good improvement. But it's an improvement that we had to make. We had a really inconsistent first two thirds of the season and um, had a pretty pretty good look at ourselves uh, um, over that period we had a break not a break we had a trip to Sydney and we used that to sort of reset I suppose and have a look at where we're at and what where, what the gap was and we've been you know pretty public about you know looking at this term bridging the gap between where we're at now and where we want to be um, and so in that sense it's been pleasing to, to get an improvement in our performance Having said that, um, you know, there's still an opportunity for us to play finals if everything goes our way and we make the most of it. I think we've got to win. Um, we can maybe afford to drop one. Uh, we can still be a you know, pretty high percentage chance of making the final. But, um, you know, against West Coast, obviously, it's a team we're vying with for that top eight. That's a different scenario. So it's a, a game we really can't afford to drop. So um, we've got a few of those in the run home. It's a, it's a challenging um, you know, peace for us in this one. Obviously, you set up against West Coast, and you look at it and you say, "Gee, they've got some really big, big threats and big strategic advantages that you've got to try and counter." Um, and mark the ball in the back end so well. Um, you know, the, in the front end, the bookends are really strong, uh, and you know they want to want to take the ball uh, out of the air and compose it. Um, and we've, our, our challenge is to take that away from them. Uh, and we, we've been playing a good pressure brand of footy and we need to try and apply pressure on them where we can rather than let them compose the footy. Um, and obviously they've got a talented midfield and Nick gives them such drive from centre bounce. It's, it's a challenge. 
Uh, without Rowan Marshall this week, obviously that's even bigger. Um, but we've got we bring Paul Hunter in. Um, you know, we trust that he'll compete well. He's been going well at, at Sandringham in our VFL squad and been you know following up and competing really well. So it's a good opportunity for him too. Yeah, very much so. But they are beatable here, West Coast. We saw that with North Melbourne a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, look, it's been a bit of a funny you know season for them. They started okay, and then they've they've had a bit of a bad run the last six or so weeks. Um, and you know, a bit hard to get a finger on that because you look at it and you say, gee, they've still got a really talented squad. Um, you know, perhaps that trip to to Ge- Geelong when they played Sydney, I think it was, was yeah. a was a tough one for them to swallow. Um, and they're you know looking to rebound from that. But you, you go into this you know match against the West Coast, looking, you think there's talent at every line, and you expect them to perform at their best. So you don't go into it thinking, oh, they're you know. They're minimally beatable because they've dropped a couple over here. You know, you know it's a bit of a fortress, and that's what you, the mindset you go into it expecting. I think. Last two for you. Uh, you mentioned Rowan Marshall. He's in uh, self quarantine. He's in lockdown and is not with the main group. How do you keep him invested? It must be really difficult. Yeah, look, it's a challenge for him. Rowan um, is a really social person, so it's more, probably more challenging for him than it would be for anyone on our list. He's probably one of the most connected players on our list um, in terms of across the breadth of our playing group. He gets along with everyone. So him being stuck in a in a room is, is a tough environment for him. Um, we're, you know, speaking to him regularly and connecting with him over the phone. Our playing group are in, in you know, regular contact with him. Um, we'll try and, you know, get some exercise equipment to him so he can keep moving and keep active. And I think he's hopefully um, en- ends up his... 14 days um, next Tuesday, I think it is. So, you know, hopefully we can get him on a plane back and prep him for our next game. So it's a challenge. Um, it's unique. Um, it's, it's like this last two years, there's been a lot of these types of situations where we've had to throw a lot of our you know, preconceptions out the window about what you needed and how you needed to prepare for a game of footy. And so you just, you've got to, you know, find new ways to deal with things. And this is a challenge for Rowan. Mm. It's a challenge for us, but um, we'll work it out. And last one. So you exit straight away. Do you know where you're going? Yeah, we're going back home. Okay. Yeah. So we're, we're at this stage, I think we're expecting um, to play Carlton uh, next round Friday or Saturday. That's it's still a little bit loose, but that's our plans at the moment. Uh, but having said that, mate, as we know, mm. things can change and do change really rapidly. So that's, that's where we're thinking at the moment. Though. Very much so. Very much so. Mate, as a, a lifelong St Kilda fan, mate, I wish you all the very best on Saturday afternoon against uh, West Coast, who have certainly commanded a lot of my attention over the years of journalism. So I'm sort of torn a little bit. But all the very best Saturday, and let's hope the Saints keep their final eight chances alive uh, for the Legion of Saints fans who live here in the West. Good on you, Tim. Good to chat. David Rath is from the St Kilda Footy Club, head of football, and they are currently in, uh, well, quarantine in a hub up there in, of course, at the Joondalup Resort doing good things. This is Sporting Goss.